Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 1019 FM. Oh, ain't that a kick in the nuts? Look, it could be worse. But it's just annoying, frustrating, and, you know, it's disappointing to have the result. I'm just glad we have the result. I'm glad it's over with. I couldn't care less about Carlos Correa or Scott Boris anymore. Ready? I think everybody in this town is ready to move on. He's irrelevant. He's a Minnesota twin. They suck. They'll always be losers. And that's where he chose to go. And I get it because he got a much better deal than what the Mets were willing to give him. And if anything, that was probably the most shocking part of this. Last night, we started to crunch the numbers a little bit. And actually, we we came kind of close to thinking six years, seven years. But I was thinking 250, something like that. Maybe you get seven years, 250 million. And I thought the Mets would be willing to do that because we were all assuming that the worry from the Mets' perspective would be the long term. You're nine, eight, nine, 10, whatever, 11, 12. That's what the concern was. Clearly, what this showed you, where the Mets were $41 million shy of the guarantee that Minnesota was willing to give for the six years, was that the Mets maybe didn't trust the front end of it as much as you would have thought. And there, there comes the point, too, where the Mets you know, are going to be hit with the luxury tax thresholds that Minnesota is not. So their average per year goes up, which is why they got to keep the AAV down. Bottom line is this, you could, and look, I, I heard, when did this news break, like 12.45 or so, something like that? I heard, I was at the gym, and I heard the collective sigh of relief from Yankee fans. It was almost like, I, I could hear it, oh, thank God, thank God, Correa. Because, you know, the Yankees are feeling insecure and less than because the Mets have the richest owner in the sport and that's not changing. So the Yankee fans can gloat and celebrate all they want. And by the way, it can't be two ways. You can't knock the Mets for going to get Correa at the time that it happens and then knock the Mets for losing Correa because they checked in on the medicals and it wasn't good. Which one is it? It, it's, it can't be both. So the Mets, to me, did the right thing here. Because they really didn't have a choice. It sucks. They wanted the player. They wanted the player so much that they were going to extend a 12-year, $350 million offer to him. They agreed to the deal. Which, by the way, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if he weren't damaged goods. I mean, that's the fact. Correa was never going to be a Met. He was going to be a Giant or a Twin now. If there were no issue with the leg, he would have been a Giant. Being that there's an issue with the leg, he's a Twin. So he was never really going to be a Met. But the Mets did the right thing. And the bigger picture is, you know, whether it's the Yankee fans trying to troll or whatever, like, it's it's just, if you think that this is a bad thing for the Mets, you're stupid. Because the bigger sign is that they have an owner that was willing to go out there and overextend himself yet again to put the best team 
possible on the baseball field. That's what he was trying to do. Now, to his credit, he showed discipline and restraint. I'm not sure I would have been able to show that same discipline and restraint. I wanted Correa badly. I think it was the final piece, as he said it was. But I obviously didn't see the medicals. I don't know what the doctors are saying. He did, so you can look at that and take it whichever way you want. But, you know, it's it's difficult to show discipline in that spot if you are the owner, knowing that you want Correa, knowing that you were that close, and knowing that it's just a matter of, you know, 41 million bucks or whatever would have been extra to get that deal done. He didn't. And I give him credit for that because he's not being reckless and foolish and stupid. He went out there, wanted the player. Turns out the player's got a bum like there is clearly something wrong with Carlos Correa. And now he's going to the Twins, and now the Mets have to figure out how to get better because they're good. They're really good. But how are they going to get better? They needed that type of bat. That type of bat right now, like Correa, is not out there. So they're going to have to get creative. And even, you know, if you go trade for Brian Reynolds, and I don't think that they're going to do that, but even if they did that, it's a good move. It wouldn't excite me the way that Correa would. But I know come trade deadline, there will be big bats available. And now the Mets are going to have to go out there and add and trade from their prospects. It's as simple as that. You can't have it both ways. If you're not going to spend big in the offseason, and it's not their own fault, they tried, they couldn't do it because the guy was damaged good, then you have to give up prospects. Whether it's now, whether it's at the trade deadline, obviously I expect them to be big players in Otani, assuming he does hit free agency next year. If not at the trade deadline, it'll probably be them and the Dodgers. I would say the Yankees, but I don't know if the Yankees have the funds to get involved in Otani. Um, I'm not being facetious. I really don't know. I mean, the Yankees haven't spent at all. So, you know, as far as being the big players that they used to be. Yeah, Carlos Rodon is nice. But, I mean, that's not the way the Yankees usually operate. Are they going to be a big player again after extending for Aaron Judge and knowing what they already have on the book? So, I mean, maybe. Let's see if Otani wants to go to the pinstripes. We don't know. But I would anticipate the Mets and Dodgers being the biggest player for Shohei Otani. So, my thing here is, yes, it's disappointing. There's no way to sugarcoat it. You're losing on what was potentially an all-star player, a difference-making player. But the problem is it was never real. It's fake. That player that they thought they were getting doesn't exist. Correa isn't the guy because of his physical, because of the medicals. He's not that guy. This is no one's fault. It's unfortunate from the Mets' perspective. It is no one's fault. Now, what they could do is maybe ask the Yankees for IKF. (laughs) Maybe see if I can. Or Josh Donaldson. Maybe they could get Josh Donaldson to play there because the Yankees, remember last year, they had a chance to get Correa, and they're so smart that they didn't want Correa because they knew that he had injury history and they, you know, they didn't want, they would rather have Donaldson and IKF. So you got to give the Yankees credit there. Maybe those guys will be available this year for the Mets to be able to go out there and get at third base or, or they could just stay the course and go with Eduardo Escobar and potentially Beatty. And look what Brett Beatty, you know, similar to what the Yankees are going to do with a lot of their young guys, the Mets are going to have to have at least one of Beatty or or Alvarez have an impact on this lineup. Doesn't have to be both, and you wouldn't expect both. If it is both, that's great. But you know, similar to what the Yankees are doing, they need to have an impact from their young guns. The the Mets have to do the same thing now. There are three ways that you can upgrade your ball club: free agency, trade, farm system, and. You know, the Mets try to do it via free agency. They have to a certain extent. 
They could look into the trade market, but they're reluctant to give up the prospects, which means they're going to have to hope that those prospects, whoever it may be, I'm not saying that I trust, you know, Vientos or Mauricio, who the hell knows with these guys, but they need right now as currently constructed Alvarez or Beatty, one of those guys to be an impact bat in that lineup because they're thin there. They are thin in the lineup. They were thin last year. And still won 101 games, made the postseason. That's great. But if you want to win a World Series, you're going to need another bat. Cohen knows it. They know it. And that, I think, is the good thing that you take away if you're a Met fan. That, think of it this way. What would you rather have? As disappointing as this is, what would you rather have? The years of big names being available and the Mets not being interested in any of them? Rumored to get exactly none of the big names that were available. Whoever it may be. Obviously the biggest of the big. You know, Real Muto, Machado, Harper. All those guys. I mean, even go to a guy like Lorenzo Cain. I mean, the Mets weren't involved in anybody. It was always scrap heap stuff. If that. So would you rather have that? Or the richest owner in the sport who proved to you. Proved to you by agreeing to the 12-year, $350 million contract with Correa that he was willing to overextend to do whatever it takes to build the best team possible. Not that that guarantees anything, but he knew that they needed that piece. They went out there and tried to get that piece. Unfortunately, that piece was broken. And what are you supposed to do? You can't complete the puzzle with a broken piece. You got to find another piece that fits. That's going to be on the Mets to go out there and find another piece that fits. And you have full confidence, or you should, that they will. So while it's disappointing, like I said, ain't that a kick in the nuts? Of course. Especially when you factor in the excitement that everybody had when it actually was happening a few weeks ago. We were in shock and disbelief. Couldn't believe that it was actually happening. And... You factor in two, and this is why you never take any of these reports seriously. All all three weeks, did you ever really think Correa was going to sign anywhere else? Everybody was saying, oh, it's going to be the Mets, it's going to be the Mets, it's going to be the Mets, it's going to be the Mets. And turns out it wasn't the Mets. As he goes back to Minnesota. And I do think you have to, as much as I despise him, I do think you have to give Scott Boris a ton of credit here. Because Scott Boris got a deal for his client that, nobody else was going to give. The Mets weren't close. He ended up getting the guaranteed $200 million, a higher AAV than what the Mets were going to give. And it has a potential to be a 10-year deal worth even more with, you know, the vesting options, depending on how many ABs Correa has, if he could stay healthy. So it's a win for Boris. I don't know if I would call it a win for Correa because I think he'd probably have been better off if he were in New York. You know, you think about the money he could have made. and He's going to get lost in Minnesota. They stink. The Twins suck. But if he's worried about just the bottom dollar, then he gets what he wants to. And for Minnesota, they're excited. They get their star player back. And they better hope he stays healthy. For the Mets, time to move on. I don't know if there's bigger and better available right now. But one thing that you've learned, too, in the past, 
when Cohen misses out or I don't know if misses out is the right word. When, you know, when DeGrom chooses Texas, he gets Verlander. When Matt's, you know, messed around with them and kind of lied and their agent and they chose St. Louis, he went and got Max Scherzer. And I'm sure, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm sure there will be a response by the richest owner in the sport, by someone who clearly is determined to build the best team that he possibly can, first and foremost, not about money, not about the threshold, none of the above. First and foremost, he's looking to build the best team possible. I assure you that there will be another big move coming. When that is, I don't know. Could be this offseason, could be the in season, maybe both. Next offseason, but you know, and this is why you sleep well if you're a Met fan, you know that it's going to happen. Now, obviously, the most difficult part of it is you have to go out there and get the job done. Just because you win the offseason or make the biggest moves in the offseason doesn't guarantee anything. We've seen that for years with multiple teams. But you know, at least, the always thing, the thing I always say in sports is the only thing you'd ask for as a fan is that the owner that you have goes out there and does everything they can to put a winning team together. Go out there and prioritize winning. That's the only thing you could ask for from a fan's perspective, that the owner prioritizes winning. At all costs is a great bonus, and that's what the Mets fans have. An owner who prioritizes winning at all costs. The move wasn't there. They thought it was. They thought they had it done. It wasn't there because the piece that they thought they were getting is broken. 877-337-6666. We'll get to your calls on the other side. Anything you want to discuss on this now, what the hell day is it? Wednesday morning, obviously, Correa is the lead story. I'm sure Mets fans will be disappointed and, you know, trying to cope with what do they do now. Just remember that that was the final piece, not a piece that, you know, was necessarily, um, yeah, it, it was it was a, a luxury piece. It was an over-the-top, okay, well, now you really better go out there and win. It doesn't mean that the Mets aren't going to be contending for the division or a postseason spot. We'll also get into the football as well as the Giants. We get closer and closer to the actual wild-card game on Sunday, looking at a wild-card weekend. We can still, some, uh, still do some Jets and their mess and what they should do moving forward, whatever it is you want to discuss on this Wednesday morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 